0: WellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart, a show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so excited to have on the podcast today one of my very dearest friends. We have connected on, you know, so many levels over the last few years. And I suppose, you know, I don't really like to call people old friends or long friends or new friends or anything like that, but we haven't been in each other's lives that long. But we share this incredible deep connection. She is amazing. She has taught me so much. She is wise beyond years. And she, you know, she's kind of like an older sister who I go to for counsel and wisdom. And she's just incredible. And we've been having this conversation over the last couple of weeks about embracing change and facing our fears. And I thought this would be a really good idea for a podcast. So I invited her to come onto my show. She has been on the show before, but she's here today just to have a chat. And, you know, she's just coming to share her fabulous self with us all. So please welcome to the show one and only Debbie Williams. Yay!
1: Thank you, Wendy. What what an introduction. That just, was very, very nice of you. You're you so welcome. Much. Just calling it like
0: I see it, my dearest friend. So oh, thank you, you know, very much. I well, should say right, right back at you. Thank you, thank you. I should say friend, soul sister, confidant, um, I don't know, everything. We're just, you know, we've been we've been blessed to be in each other's lives for quite a while now. And I really thought, you know, as I said in the intro, we've been having this conversation that I think we just need to Share it with everybody
1: because I think, you know, there's a lot of benefit to it. Well, I think there is too and there seems to me to be in the air. It's in in the air we're breathing change. And so many people around me I know are changing, are, are looking for changing for themselves and it's just a great thing and it's nothing to be afraid of. It's It's part of our human experience to keep growing.
0: Absolutely, and, you know, it's been a massive full moon a couple of days ago, as you and I were talking about, and this moon was all about change and release and growing like most full moons are, but you and I have both noticed the energy around it has been so intense. Wouldn't you say so, Debbie, my God? Oh,
1: yes, yes. It has been very intense, and and I love that um, we're all taking notice of this, Now There was a lot more people taking notice of this, tuning into the energy of our earth and our moon and it's important and i think just in your head being able to release things that no longer serve you it's another way of embracing change absolutely absolutely and
0: you and i were talking about you know like our lives are always changing we're always evolving we're always growing we're always doing all these things but are we you know and you and i i know are doing this more I just feel like we're so much more present and really accountable for what's going on in our lives and around us.
1: Yes, Uh, and I think part of that is trying to ignore the negativity that's around us. Yes. Um, Television media, social media even, um, can be so negative. And when we flip it to the other side and we only embrace the positivity and the mindfulness, it does take the sting away from the negativity that's, that's out there in the world that we don't actually want to tune into.
0: Absolutely. I mean, look, I even stopped watching the news, Debbie. I used to watch the news religiously. And I think in the last year and a bit, yes, I know kind of what's going on, but I just don't want that hour of absolute negativity coming at me, you know. I put I I just I've just decided I'm just going to watch the sport and the weather cuz that's all I need to know. Seriously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the more sport the better. Oh, I couldn't agree more, my dear friend. You know me too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think um I think some of the images that we see on television are so horrific that we've become numb to them. Yes. They, they no longer shock. We're so used to seeing people in the most atrocious circumstances. Absolutely. And we feel helpless because there's really not much we can do about their situation that we're watching on the television. And I don't see that it helps at all. And, and I always come away with that awful sort of you know, people are standing there filming this. Oh. Instead of instead of actually doing something. Well, it's it's ridiculous that we
0: do that. I don't know if you remember a few months ago, maybe even last year, there was an earthquake in Melbourne, right? Yes. And everyone's posting on Facebook about the earthquake and I came back you know, I didn't at the time. I went what were you all doing? You all needed to go be somewhere safe, you know, under the doorway or whatever. You're all posting on Facebook instead of getting out of your houses and making sure you're
1: all safe. Uh, I know. Thing, things have gone a oh. bit – they have gone a bit crazy. <laughs> yes, yes, they have. Oh, and, my God. and I I sort of think this is all just part of change and yes. the way we're changing. Yes. Um. But I think, you know, you, I, I can remember years and years ago, uh, a health professional said to me that he didn't watch the news long before that became a thing. Yes. And he said to me, and I promise you, I still know everything that goes on because it's what people talk about. Correct. He said, they come in and they say, wasn't it terrible about this and wasn't it terrible about that? And he said, I, it's still broadcast to me. Yes. And I thought, that's so true. We never tell good news stories.
0: No. No, and I'll never forget I was watching, I don't know what I was watching, it must have been the Logies years ago, and it was one of the Commonwealth Games. It was a sporting event that won most popular program or something like that, and the guy who has got up and accepted the award said, isn't it nice that a good news story won an award instead of something horrific, you know, like a war or a disaster yes. or something like that, and i have never forgotten that, and I thought, we just don't share good news enough, I think.
1: We don't. We don't. And I, I know some news broadcasts do try to put in a one-minute story of good news, but it's not enough. We no. need to. We need to flip that around, and you know, and all these reality TV programs which are all heavily edited. Oh my gosh! Um, and you know, they always have to have a villain. That's just good storytelling. Yes. But because it's now reality TV, and people really believe this. Um, that it really is happening out there like it is. It's all just negative and it makes me, um, it makes me very sad. We don't, we don't watch too much television in this house at all.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you know that my TV is permanently on a sport channel over here. So. <laughs> oh, that's
1: different. That's different. That is reality. Yeah, that's, true. that's real reality. Really, really. And that's, <laughs> uh, that's okay. That's and, all right. And, but it, it makes me sad as because I'm yes. a writer. Yes. It makes me sad that there are so many talented writers, directors, actors. You know, and we could be making quality television programs, and instead we're you know we're looking at the unhappiness of people yes. trying to get you know hitched or married or whatever yes. it is. Yes.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> like, I don't know. I was flicking channels the other night, and I happened upon what was it, Bride and Prejudice or something like that? Yes. Or, oh, I just went, why would you want to go on television with this? You know,
1: like it was just, oh, my God. You know, well, i you, like, you can only think that it's just about their 15 minutes of fun. I reckon. I reckon. <laughs> and, you know, all, so much of our
0: reality television is that. And I worry about, you know, our younger our younger friends and the younger generation To them, if this is what they think the norm is and this is how you get famous and this is how you build a career and this is how you find a partner, holy moly, we're in trouble. Seriously, we are.
1: Yes, I think that is very sad. And, you know, I don't watch those programs but I know what they're about just from ads. Yes. You don't need to watch them, Debbie. The the (laughs) ads tell you what's going on anyways. So children are watching those ads, and they're yes. they're getting that as much as they don't need to watch the whole program. They just get they just see people being nasty, yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly, and it's it's a worry. And you just have to hope that people. Our subject here is change, and you have to hope that people someday think, "No, I'm going to change my habit. I'm just not going to let that run on and watch." That television correct. program, correct, um, and you know, and we get some decent storytelling back, which would um, be where, great, where people can be, escape. We all we, we all like the idea of of having a moment to escape our day to day worries or yes. whatever. Um, so it's not about that. Yes, we can have escape, but when you think about the old television programs where it was, um, you know, old Agatha Christie's stories and yes. things like that, yes. You know where there's and where there's a proper ending, Absolutely. where yeah, that's kind of what you need. I'm I'm not sure those reality programs ever really give us. They don't give us any truth at all. So. No,
0: exactly. <laughs> and it's like you know, and you know the the title of this podcast is going to be embracing change and facing our fears. And I think you and I have done that. You know, especially in recent times, like you know, our TVs don't no go on as much. You and I don't consume as much social media as we used to. I know for a fact that I've been more, you know, been putting my phone more and more on airplane mode and giving myself a complete break. So I can read a book, do something around, you know, do some chores around the house, do my work for Wendy's Way, do whatever I need to do. Not that I was bad at it before, but it's just like I don't need to be on 24-7. I just don't.
1: Well, that's that's what it's about, isn't it? You know, yes. when I speak to my little granddaughter yes. and I might tell her a story about something that happened in the past and I will realise as I'm telling her the story, if I was at work or I was somewhere else, you went home to answer the phone and so something might have waited eight or ten hours because you went home and, of course, that never happens anymore. No. We're just... We just the phone, and you're very, very good, Wendy, at um, unplugging. I really applaud the way. thank oh, you. thank you. Thank you. Um, one of my changes has been to take away any negative post I see on Facebook. I just delete it. Oh, I just I get rid that. of it. I love that. And I feel every post with positives. Message type things. So that's all I want to see. I want to see what my friends and family are doing. Sure, of, of course. But it's all the other stuff that Facebook fills your page with. Um, but you can you can control that, and you can. You know, one hundred
0: percent, one hundred percent. Unfollow the pages. You know, yes. Don't, if it's not, yes. if you're not reading it, unfollow it. Really, seriously, yes. Just Wait, unfollow we- it. Delete the posts. You know, don't see posts from that company or that page yes. or whatever. You know, if it's not relevant to you, move on. And even, you know, you some You know, there's people out there who have I don't know three thousand friends on Facebook, five thousand friends on Facebook, whatever it is. It's like, are you really connecting with them? Like, I know my friend list has got smaller and smaller, and I'm okay with that. It's fine. Yes. I want to see, you know, like as you know, I've got family and friends like you spread all over the world. I, Facebook is a wonderful way to keep in touch with what's going on, be part of their lives, you know, even from a distance, and they can be part of mine. But I don't want, you know, people who don't engage with me, I I don't want to, you know, why should they be my friends on Facebook? What's the point? Seriously. So, they can just be, you know, um, having a good look at my life and never commenting or liking or, you know, participating in my life. There's no point. So, I encourage everyone out there to, you know, maybe, um, I don't know, go through and review your friend list and just, you know, narrow it down a little bit.
1: Yes. I, I like to think that I use Facebook as a tool. Yes. It's just another tool. It's a wonderful way for keeping in touch. It's a wonderful way for, um, being educated in the things that you're interested in joining groups if it's if it's your interest for sure i think that's a, a wonderful thing there's no doubt that it's been a wonderful thing but anything that's negative cruel whatever you just don't need to see that just like you don't need to see it on television and you've got the choice turn it off change the turn channel it off. You know, and make the change. I Absolutely. think I think it's so, I think it's so important. and I think it's there's nothing to be afraid of. If you miss out on seeing a post about someone having a coffee, it's not the end of the world. No,
0: exactly, exactly. And it's like you know, even um I don't know about you, but Duncan, I think we were talking about this yesterday. We don't watch a lot of live television, so to speak. We do a lot of catch up TV if we're interested or you know, it's a show that we want to watch kind of thing. Sometimes we are not. We don't have the time when the show's actually on, so we record it and then, you know, you can skim through the ads or whatever you want to do. And Yes, I, an, isn't
1: that brilliant?
0: Oh, isn't it amazing? <laughs> so here it is. We're facing our fears of this technology. We're embracing the change of our television watching habits kind of thing, you know, and don't get me wrong, give me a good British show any day. Give me Downton Abbey. Give me, I don't know, call, it, call the midwife. Give me any of those amazing, you know, I can't even, now I'm going blank, but you know what I mean, those good English dramas kind of thing.
1: I know, they provide oh, a story absolutely. and they touch a human emotion because yes. they're skilled actors and directors. Oh, yes. And and that's wonderful to have that experience. It's like going to a movie and seeing it on a big screen. Yes, you want to yes. have those wonderful experiences. Yes, yes. But there's so much mindless stuff now that we are oh. Can just get into the habit of and if you actually go, Well, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, you just have to make a decision. It's That's it. You know? And, and it's you, not yeah. that hard.
0: No, and it's like, you know, okay, there may be a fear, you know, what if I don't check Facebook? What if I don't read everything that's in my scroll? What if I don't know what's going on? But so what? What if? You know, face yeah. that fear. What if? It doesn't matter if it's important yes. enough. If it's important enough. I believe it's going to come to you, you'll get the news, someone else will tell you, they'll tag you, they'll do something to get your attention kind of thing. So,
1: you know. Yes, yes. And you know what I think, this is a little bit of a sad thing about Facebook is, you know, recently I've had a couple of friends who've had new grandchildren. Right, right. And they don't get the joy of making those announcements anymore. You know, you catch up and what's your, oh, did I tell you that, you know, our son has just had a baby? You know, know, because I've already seen it all over Facebook. Exactly, exactly. I've even seen
0: the baby. (laughs) Exactly. And it was like the same same with us, You, you know, you travel and Duncan and I travel as well. And when we went up to Queensland recently, I didn't post on Facebook the 100 million things we were doing and we weren't really. We were having a very chilled out time. Because I've realized in the last few years I don't want to post everything I'm doing on holidays on Facebook immediately because then when I come home, there's nothing to tell anybody because they've seen it all, they've read it all, they've Absolutely. experienced your holidays with you. Let's go back to the old-fashioned come over and check out my photos kind of thing, you know. Let's do yes. that. You know, print those yeah. photos. Print. Don't just have it on a screen. Print. Hard copy. Yeah. Here you go. You know, Yeah. have slide night or movie, you know. Photo night, whatever. I used to do that all
1: the time, and we just don't do that anymore. We just don't. No, we don't. And and to just take that a step further, we recently had a holiday in Fiji. Yes, and it's lovely to be able to put your photos up, and Absolutely. particularly for the for the family to sort of say, "Look, we're here. We're having a good time. We're okay." Yes, you and know, for you know, and for all of
0: us who are lucky enough to know you, to know that you're safe and you're okay, and that you
1: know, and that's great. Yeah. And that is a marvelous thing, but I met another writer while I was away, and she was sort of like, "But you could be making money on your website or, or writing about this stuff right and it's really made me think about that and thinking thinking about but it is it's taking it that next step isn't it it's from yes, sharing yes, your yes. holiday snaps to looking at everything through the prism of I could make money and I found that really interesting. We had we had quite a long discussion about yes. about that sort of thing, and I thought, mm, okay, no, I think at this stage I'm still happy to just share my photos. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because then you know, if you start doing that,
0: then everything, the whole um, your whole focus is going to change, Debbie, and then it's going to be you know, okay. So if everything is oh, okay, I could write about that or write a note or I could, you know, da 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 or whatever. Or it, like say every podcast of every person I met became, are you a potential podcast guest, you know? It's yes. like, well, you're just going kind to of miss the actual experience of meeting this person and knowing this person. And, yes, there are lots of lovely people that I meet that, you know, I instantly drawn to and I want to have on my podcast and invite them on the show to be my guests kind of thing, but I never want to be all about that and that's all I do, you know, because it's just you're just not going to be present then. You will never, you won't be at all.
1: Well, if every every decision you make is you're looking at it at it in a different yes, way. Yes, yes. And you can't just allow something to happen. You're always, that's what I I, I noticed, she was looking at everything as a possible byline. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, oh, just sit back and relax. Just enjoy the beach. And, then, you know,
0: <laughs> go on, just enjoy the beach. Stop worrying about an angle or a story or a podcast or, you know, I don't know, whatever. Because yeah. it's like, doesn't that take all the fun out of it? And Doesn't it? I don't know, rob you of the moment, really?
1: yes, yes. and and I think we all do want to be mindful. It's yes. what we it's what we want and because our lives are busy, and our lives are so busy because now we check at well, what we're on twenty four seven, our phones, email, messages, messenger. It just sort of goes on there are oh so many God, things now that we check, and it's it's kind of. Yeah, it's really hard yes. to turn off and go. I'm not going to do anything for an hour. Yeah, I'm just
0: going to read you. a book. I hear you, but I mean, you know, just this will lead us beautifully into the next thing I wanted to talk to you about. You and your lovely Brian, you are just, you know, you. Are, I am so in awe of what you do when it comes to your downtime. I have learned so much from you both watching how you do that. And I would love you to share about how, you know, you plan to have your breaks and how you go away in your beautiful van and how you write and he paints or something like that. And I know, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you're at the stage of your life where you're both retired and you, you know, you've transitioned to this part of your life. How did you come to make those decisions or were they conscious decisions about when you're going to have your breaks and when you're going to have your downtime and, you know, embracing that change of um, where you are in your lives now?
1: Yes, we have always uh, tried to have downtime. And yes. We actually recognised it back when we got married and we blended two families. Right. Yeah. And uh, for some time every second weekend – we would be a busy family of six, yes, yes. and then the following weekend it would just be the two of us. So I really think that's where we learnt. That. So okay, that was back in okay. back in the eighties, well, before this was all cool, Debbie. <laughs> before it was even cool, um, we kind of learnt that we needed that every second weekend to just sure, breathe, sure, just sure. take a deep breath and go. Okay, that's been another big fortnight. Um, uh, We didn't sort of really take on the writing and the and the painting um, until probably twenty years later. But what we would do is we would just sit on the beach and look at the sea, or we'd go for a walk and just think we just need to to chill out. And what our chill out time has become now is because we both have creative pursuits. Yes. um, we, yes, we did make conscious decisions to think at least every eight to ten to twelve weeks if we can get away for a week and Wonderful. just and we go with the intention. I think that's what's really important. Yes, I think if you go with the intention of saying, I'm taking those three books, I'm going to read them, Brian goes with the intention of. I'm going to do a sketch every day, I'm going to look at the and paint trees or or water wherever it is we're going. Yes. I think, I think that's very important. We don't sort of go away thinking, oh well I wonder what will happen. We set the intention this is going to be our creative week yes, um, yes, yes, And yes, I, yes. I like to write. Um, I, I like, do like to journal, yes. but I like to write poetry, and I like to write about where we are and where we've been. And when we go to these different little country towns, there, you know, we're we're seeing life.
0: Yes, yes.
1: It's just you've got the space and time to think about it and write about it, um, because you're away from everything else. Yes. You're away from the, all those normal things that yes. you have to do. And in a caravan or a motel or a cab wherever you choose to stay, you're not in your normal environment. So things like I must do the housework and the washing and the whatever else you yes, need to do, yes, it just floats away. You know, all of a sudden you do have eight hours to do what you want. <laughs> you know, whether that's you want to <clears throat>, sit in a park, or go for a hike, or go for a walk, or go, we we're both We both like water, so we like kayaks. Yes. And we can go on a kayak, and we can both sit in a kayak and just watch the river forever, you know, and you, you will see things if you just sit there still.
0: Correct, correct.
1: You, you will start to see birds come down, animals come down to the river, stuff like that. And it's not mind-blowing stuff. That's the point. It's so simple. It's just simplicity, peace, quiet, and the chance for your inspiration and your imagination to come alive.
0: Absolutely. I could not agree more. And I think, you know, I spoke about this on my previous podcast, this one, when we were up recently on the Sunshine Coast, we've done all the tourist things. We've been there, done that. You know, we've been blessed to be there many, many times. Duncan and I spent so much time just sitting in a park, reading a book, watching the world go by, sitting at the beach, doing nothing, no grand plan, no nothing, just sitting, being still, not even you know possibly having too much chat between each other, but just taking that moment to pause and to just stop and let our brains decompress and switch off for a little while, which I think is so crucially important in our days these days, honestly.
1: Well you know i I really think. We just need to look at children or animals to work out where it is we tend to go wrong. I I mean, you know, if you watch a dog, he will sit and look out the gate and just watch the world go by. Yes. And so will children, little children who sit there and just daydream or poke at the ground with a stick. They're not doing anything. No, they're not. Their imagination. To, to to and it worries me a bit the whole ipad thing don't get yeah. me wrong yes, yes, my yes. grandchildren have got ipads and yes they they're also a great tool yes but they're filling their mind all the time but they're watching other kids do stuff yes instead yes. of them doing the stuff yes so you know um, we're we're pretty lucky i'm pretty lucky brian's an artist and um two of our grandchildren in particular love it Coming and painting with him, yes. That and that gets them off the iPad, which is great. Yes, but it also gives them a chance to just play with colour. I love it. I love it. It's, you know, and we don't do that ourselves. Oh I gosh, a, no. I did a painting thing with my daughter a few years ago, and I was presented with a blank canvas, and I absolutely froze because I'm not an artist. And I did, and I just, I don't know where to start. She said, dip your fingers in the paint and do some finger painting. And it was really hard for me to let go and do that. I just keep thinking I'm going to mess this up. I'm going to mess up the canvas.
0: There we go again. We just, you know, try instead of just, you know, being in the moment and going, you know, whatever I do is going to be okay. It's not, you know, no one's going to judge me or criticize me, and if they do, too bad, so sad. But it's that whole thing, you know. We, we, anything new, we, instead of embracing it, we just go into panic mode. We go into fear. You know, it's like, no, I don't want to do that dance class or I don't want to go to that art class or I don't want to, you know, you just, you do it to yourself. You do fill your head with negative self-talk and then you're like, oh my God, you know, and then when you do it, it's awesome fun. And you have the best time. It
1: is awesome. It is awesome. And I always think about you know, little kids when they're learning to skip. Yes. And they can't do it straight away. No, no. But they keep trying, they keep trying, and eventually, that and they feel amazing when they do that. Exactly. And time, We lose that ability when we're adults. We think that we should be able to just do something straight away. I'm learning to sew at the moment, and it's a disaster. It really is. I've just, it's not coming to me at all. Okay. I've now okay. had two terms of lessons. And, um, and it's still not coming to okay. me. Okay. But amazingly enough, I've just thought, no, we'll give it another term and we'll reassess at the end of term because I believe there's something in me blocking always. Right, right, right. I Got was it. told a long time ago I couldn't sew. Yes. So there's part of me saying, well, no, I'm going to. <laughs> See, and, there, there is, and
0: there we go. You know, you're all about embracing the change and facing that fear but doing it anyway, you know. Doing it anyway. Exactly. And, you exactly. know, I, I made a bag and
1: I'm happy with it. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, you better show me next time I see you. I want to see this
1: bag. <laughs> you know, but in experience, we oh, would go, oh, my God, what a mess. Oh, um, God. And I kind of know that. But I'm uh, what I'm trying to embrace is the mess, is the mistake, I love and it. saying it's okay, it doesn't matter, it's still a bag, I still put things in it, I can <laughs> carry it, and it doesn't actually matter that the stitches aren't straight.
0: Well, you know what? No one, <laughs> seriously, no one is going to come up to your bag and have a
1: good inspection of <laughs> it. No, no, they're not, they're not, but it is all about fighting that. Yeah. I mean, it would be yes. so easy to just go, you know what? I'm not a sewer. Yes. It's okay. Yes. And and that is okay. But I'm I'm still embracing the no, you you need to practice like, just like someone learning to skip.
0: Exactly, it's, exactly. It's and just the same. Agreed. And I'm gonna just share it just before we wrap up, one little story. You know, woolies are doing the whole um, they're giving away seedlings that you can do the little yes. planter things. Anyway, my darling father in law has been collecting them for me. And presented me with about twenty pots the other day, a couple—sorry, a couple of weeks ago—and I'm sitting there going, "I'm not a gardener. I can't do this. Don't be ridiculous." You know what? Oh, just give them to someone. And then my lovely cousin Diane came over, and she goes, "You can do this. Come on. We used to we used to play in the garden when we were kids. Let's do this." So she actually went, "Come on, let's do it." So she made me sit there and do it. And I'm, as I've got my fingers in this dirt, I'm going, "I can do this." I can garden. Yes, I can flip yes. the switch, I can embrace this change, face this fear that I've had that I haven't got green fingers, and maybe I don't have green fingers quite, but nothing, you know, what's to stop me from having to go? Okay, so some of these don't grow. All right, no problem, but I've got nothing to fear. And okay, it may not be a big thing to anybody else out there, but to me it was huge because, you know, always had this, I've always had this allergy to gardening, I suppose, for whatever, I don't know how else to describe it, but I'm like maybe I'm not that person anymore. Maybe I'm going to have a go. Maybe these are going to grow and they will grow. And then I'm going to, you know, transplant the ones that grow into a bigger pot. And I'm going to have my little herb garden on my back deck and all will be cool. And I will embrace this and I will face this fear of not thinking I can't do this and I'm going to do it anyway. I, and how good do you feel? Oh, I feel incredible. And you know what? Every morning I go and look at my little seedlings and I, you know, not quite seedlings yet, but I give them a little pep talk. I say good morning, I give them a little water, and I'm like, we shall see what happens. So watch this space, everybody.
1: Uh, I can't wait to hear <laughs> that you're, you're chopping up your herbs and oh. sprinkling them on your healthy food. Oh. Um, and and there is such joy in just going and picking some herbs and yes. it, it, there is yes. such joy. It's it's part of it's part of who we are. I and mean, people have grown their own food for centuries. Exactly, exactly, And we've we've lost we've lost our way. It's just too easy to go to the yeah. supermarket. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and it takes trouble. It takes time, and it takes trouble, and it takes effort. But it's all worth it because uh, when I you, agree. I, I think you'll find Wendy that. You will absolutely love this experience and it's just the start. It's just the start of another new journey for you.
0: And, you know, I just love that and that's what, what, you know, it's just like what have you and I got to lose or what's everybody out there got to lose? Just go and try something new. Do something different. Just face that, you know, get rid of that negative self-talk and just go, you know what, I'm going to have a go and let's see what happens.
1: Absolutely. Well, a friend of mine recently retired, and she said to me, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Right. And I said, well, this is your chance. This is your chance to try all the things that you've ever wanted to do. I can't think of one. I can't think of one. All I've ever done is just work. Right. And I said to her, well, I want you to think of retirement like a big bowl of lollies. And I said, some days you'll take the lolly and you won't like it and you'll spit it out. But some days you'll take the lolly and it's so sweet because this is something you've wanted to do and you've shoved down, pushed down, ignored and just not even gone there because your thoughts have always been, I have to work. So you don't have to do that now, but it's okay to spit out the lollies you don't like.
0: Yes, 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 yes. But you'll
1: eventually find the ones in the bowl. That you think this, this is what I meant to, yes. this is what I meant to be doing. And I think one of the really easy ways to find what you really want to do is to go back to what you did as a kid. Whatever you did oh, as a kid. If yes. you, if you like to draw, if you like to write, if you like to paint, if you liked to, to skip, you know, if you like to dance, there are so many opportunities to go out and dance. You don't need a partner go to line dancing, go to Zumba, you know, it's all about the music, connecting with the music and your feet.
0: (laughs) And connecting with other people and enjoying the human experience, you know.
1: Yes, yes, and that is also a very important and a very important thing to do. Get off, get off the phone, get off, get off that social media. Yes, yes. And, um, yeah, go go and talk to people. Exactly. And, one conversation leads to another. Someone else says, oh, you must try this and have you been here? Do you like books? What is it you like? Um, uh, it really is all that.
0: And I think, you know, that is exactly it. And it's just like, you know, come on, people. We only have one life. We get one shot at this. We only get each day once. So let's make the very, very best of it for sure.
1: Absolutely, and notice. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Notice, notice when it's a beautiful day and you're out in the sun.
0: Yes, and notice the trees and the and,
1: and all of that. It's 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 simple but it's empowering.
0: Absolutely. And I think that is the perfect, perfect note to finish this wonderful podcast on, Debbie. Thank you so much for being my guest today and having a chat with me. Your wisdom is always incredible. Your thoughts are always incredible. And I know my listeners out there are going to have loved listening to you and your amazing shares on this podcast today.
1: Oh, thank you, Wendy. That's very, very nice of you. Always lovely to talk to you, my friend. Thank we, you, my friend. We 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 enjoy sharing and um it's been lovely to share with your with your listeners as well.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. If you liked it, please share it on your social media with family and friends. You can follow me for all things on Wendy's Way on Facebook, Instagram, and on my website, which is www.wendysway.com.au. Please remember that... It's a big, wide world out there with plenty of new experiences, so go and grab them, embrace embrace change, face your fears, and go and live your best lives possible. I look forward to bringing you another episode of Wendy's Way real soon. Till then, please remember, it takes a village, be kind to yourselves, and bye for now.